discuter de tout ça. I don't want to set the world on fire. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, whenever it may be, wherever you may be, and however you may be hearing my voice. Whether it be via download through one of the many podcast platforms, or if you are listening to the premiere on the Alternate Current Radio's live stream, I appreciate you tuning in and joining me as we attempt to navigate the shark-infested waters of the agenda-centivized media and look past the propaganda. This is your daily dose of what's currently all the ruckus. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man. Watch it. As of recording this, it is May 26th, which of course means today is Iced Coffee Day, or as I like to call today, Wednesday. But all kidding to the side, let's just assume for a minute that Iced Coffee Day is so much more than yet another corporately sponsored fake holiday that typically serves as just a pathetic excuse for some Fortune 500 company to fight for attention in the 24-hour news cycle of headlines by virtue signaling for a cause that they don't necessarily really believe in, with the hopes of remaining somewhat relevant, while at the same time adding some positive integers to their bottom line. And let's pretend it's some sort of widely observed national holiday. Here's hoping you had a good one. Now, I'm not exactly sure how you may have celebrated the monumental occasion, but I do know how some Rhode Island and Massachusetts residents did. WPRI 12 News reports, getting a free COVID-19 vaccine was just as easy as grabbing an iced coffee from Duncan. For many southern New Englanders Wednesday morning, Governor Dan McKee and the Rhode Island Department of Health teamed up with Duncan to bring mobile vaccination units to select locations across the state on Iced Coffee Day, Duncan's annual fundraising initiative to support Hasbro Children's Hospital. On Iced Coffee Day, $1 from every iced coffee or cold brew sold at Duncan locations in Rhode Island and Bristol County, Massachusetts is donated to Hasbro Children's Hospital. Since its inception in 2010, the annual Iced Coffee Day initiative has raised more than $2 million for the hospital. McKee visited the coffee chain's Armistice Boulevard location Wednesday, where he served iced coffees to unexpecting residents in the drive-thru. He said, quote, I think by the fall we will be fully reopened, and if we get 90% vaccinated, we will be in good shape. We're still challenged on the economic reopening, still challenged on schools and universities reopening, so there's a great deal of work to do, but we're going to continue with vaccinations vaccinations, end quote, WPRI.com. And in case you were wondering how I'm celebrating Iced Coffee Day, well, technically I'm not. But since today's episode is about coffee, I guess that'll count. You're listening to Alternate Current Radio. I'm Adam Clark, and this is The Daily Ruckus. Well, howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome to a caffeine-packed edition of the Daily Ruckus. That's right, folks. Ruckus is doing another food or drink-themed episode. So, you know what that means. 
Headline, Florida teen accused of fatally shooting man at Starbucks drive-thru. From the New York Post, a 19-year-old Florida man allegedly shot and killed another man in an argument at a Starbucks drive-thru, police said. Justin Boresma was arrested and charged with first-degree murder and firing a weapon in a public place. Witnesses said Boresma had cut in front of a truck in the drive-thru in downtown Lake Worth, according to an arrest report obtained by the South Florida Sun Sentinel. The driver of the truck, identified as 31-year-old Samuel Rossetti, then left his vehicle and banged on Boresma's Nissan Versa before ripping off the door handle, the report said. As Rossetti was heading back to his truck, Boresma left his sedan and allegedly fired three shots. Boresma's girlfriend and their infant child were in the car at the time of the confrontation. She told police that he feared for their safety, according to the report. Rossetti was taken to an area hospital where he was pronounced dead. Boresma fled the scene in his car, but was later tracked down and arrested. NYPost.com There we go, now it's official. And hey, speaking of Starbucks, the Guardian reports, Some workers at Starbucks have described understaffing at stores, intense workloads, and customers who have changed their ordering habits and become increasingly aggressive and confrontational during the coronavirus pandemic. Throughout the pandemic, Starbucks workers around the U.S. have faced several reported incidents of being verbally abused or physically assaulted by customers over coronavirus safety protocols. In March, Starbucks shareholders rejected an executive compensation plan for CEO Kevin Johnson in a non-binding vote, as dozens of corporations have boosted executive pay, while many of their rank-and-file workers have struggled during the coronavirus pandemic. Many Starbucks workers say their pay is still too low for what has become more intense work. Quote, I'm not compensated enough for the amount of work that I do because I'm still struggling to pay my bills, pay my rent, and buy groceries. I've been living paycheck to paycheck, and it's really hard to save money. I give so much of my time and energy to this job, and the compensation doesn't measure up to the amount of work that we have to do, said a Starbucks shift supervisor in New York who requested to remain anonymous for fear of retaliation. They added, quote, The labor hours we get are not enough for the sheer volume of orders that we have to produce. They're asking way too much of us, and a lot of the time, I don't have enough people on the floor to do all the things that Starbucks asks us to do, end quote. The workers explained that they are regularly subjected to customer satisfaction surveys where they are at risk of being written up if they fail the surveys, and the pressure to meet drive-through time quotas as drive-through sales and an emphasis on drive-throughs from Starbucks corporate have increased during the coronavirus pandemic. Quote, Starbucks definitely took this turn to becoming just another fast food drive-through, added the Starbucks shift supervisor. They want us to just be these robots that move fast. We're just little drones to them that just need to pump out as many lattes as we can in a half hour, end quote. The percentage of Starbucks sales through mobile orders has grown significantly over the past several years, from 10% of all sales at the end of 2017 to 24% at the end of 2020. The retail chain also expanded delivery service around the U.S., 
through Uber Eats in the beginning of 2020. Workers say the different methods of orders, mobile, drive-through, delivery, and in-person, have increased their workloads and disrupted their customer service capabilities, as well as seeing staff leave, leading to more pressure on remaining employees. Quote, with mobile order or delivery, we can't always clarify what they want, and people will get very mad over sort of little stuff when you've made the drink almost perfectly, and it's frustrating to feel like you can't can't say, we can't really make it that way, so people treat us like coffee-making robots," said a Starbucks barista in Maryland, who said they believed customer service has been prioritized over safety concerns and respect for workers during the pandemic. They said, quote, I've been chastised for asking people to wear their masks correctly, or asking people to put their masks back on, because people like to take their masks up specifically to talk to us, and the plastic barriers we have up. People will bang on them like they're glass. And in Massachusetts, a Starbucks barista explained that they are still concerned about coronavirus, even though they are vaccinated, as their infant daughter is not. But Starbucks is one of several retail chains that are adhering to CDC guidelines permitting vaccinated individuals to not wear masks in stores, though workers have no way of differentiating customers on whether they're vaccinated. The barista said, quote, Working during this pandemic has been a terrifying experience. It's been almost unbearable bearable, and a few times I've almost wanted to quit because it gets to the point we don't get paid enough to deal with verbal abuse from customers on a daily basis." End quote. On top of the pressures of the pandemic, other social trends have hit hard too. Complicated long drink orders have also become increasingly normal, workers say, due to viral TikTok videos of users sharing secret menu drinks or their own recipes, while mobile orders don't limit the amount or type of modifications permitted for each drink. A Starbucks barista was recently fired after they made a social media post that went viral, complaining of a drink order with several modifications. Another Starbucks shift supervisor in New York added, quote, These orders are driving us insane because they're so long, so specific, and it requires you to do much more work than you should be doing for one single drink, and they're not being adequately translated into our labor hours, end quote. A Starbucks spokesperson told the Guardian in an email, quote, Our 200,000 partners across the U.S. are the best people in the business, and their experiences are key to helping us make Starbucks a meaningful and inspiring place to work. We offer a world-class benefits program for all part- and full-time partners, and continued support for partners during COVID-19 to care for themselves and their families, and we continue to have an industry-leading retention rate, end quote. TheGuardian.com. Now, full confession, folks, a big part of me would really, really love to point out the fact that all of these people were more than happy to obey the CDC guidelines when it meant socially distancing, wearing face masks, face shields, using temperature guns, hand sanitizers, the whole rigmarole. That's cool. Whatever the CDC says flies. But now that the same CDC says, hey, you don't need to wear a mask because you're vaccinated. Apparently, that's not good enough. Now, I would like to point all that out, but I'm not going to. Because clearly, by talking about such things would make me some sort of horrible person at worst, and maybe some sort of crazy tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist at best. So instead, I do find it interesting that the Starbucks spokesperson made reference to the company being an industry leader. Maybe that explains why it's not just Starbucks having these types of problems. As reported by Newsweek, police are asking the public for information about a woman who is accused 
accused of throwing her iced coffee at a young Duncan employee, according to a police report obtained by Boston.com. At approximately 12.45 p.m. on May 16th, a Duncan employee at a Woburn, Massachusetts location was allegedly the victim of an assault while serving a hostile customer. Quote, the employee stated that she began to scream at her in regards to the drink she ordered, the report said. The employee stated that the female began to yell obscenities and proceeded to grab the drink off of the counter and throw it directly at the employee, striking her in the head, end quote. Subsequent footage of the woman's alleged tirade surfaced on Twitter and was later obtained by WHDH. The video shows the patron, who is accompanied by a young child, growing angry at the employee. The woman took the coffee cup and hurled it at the employee, who appears to reel back in shock. According to a Woburn Police Department press release obtained by Newsweek, law enforcement arrived on scene at 1.30 p.m. and assessed that, quote, a customer had become upset due to confusion about her order, end quote. They also confirmed that the employee was not seriously injured. WHDH identified the employee as 18-year-old Emma Dion, who told the outlet the customer became aggressive when one of her drinks in her order was made without whipped cream. Quote, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, let me put whipped cream on this for you, Dion said to WHDH. She just starts cussing and says how we shouldn't be working here because of how rude we were. As soon as I go to, like, walk back over behind the counter is when she chucked the coffee on my head. It hit, like, the back of my ponytail, and I was very shaken. I, like, didn't understand what happened, end quote. The Woburn Police Department posted photos of the unidentified woman on Facebook on Monday, calling upon the public for any information on the woman. The post also confirmed that the suspect fled from the store after the alleged attack and left the area before police arrived. Facebook viewers were furious with her alleged actions in front of the unidentified minor. One person wrote, quote, sad that the child had to see it, and I am surprised the news didn't make an excuse for her behavior, end quote. Another added, quote, take the trash out, end quote. Duncan has also stirred controversy in recent weeks with viral videos of employees sharing company secrets online. In one viral video, a young worker shows off how much food waste an average location produces in one day. In another, an employee shows how various drinks and food items are produced in the store. Newsweek.com well, here's hoping both Duncan and Bostonians can redeem themselves. And it looks like they've got a good shot at it this week. No pun intended. Boston.com reports, Heinz Convention Center vaccination site is offering free Duncan iced coffee this week, in case you need another reason to get the shot. They report, with close to four out of five Massachusetts residents at least partially vaccinated against COVID-19, state officials are getting a bit creative to entice those who are left to to get a shot. In an attempt to boost vaccinations, Governor Charlie Baker's administration announced this week that the Heinz Convention Center vaccination site will offer free Dunkin' iced coffee to all newly vaccinated individuals this Thursday and Friday between the hours of 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. However, some will get more than just one coffee with their shot. As part of the state's partnership with Dunkin' and site operator CIC Health, on each day, five individuals who get vaccinated 
located at the Heinz will be selected at random to win free Dunkin' coffee for a year in the form of a $598 gift card. Anyone who is at least 12 years old and lives, works, or studies in Massachusetts is eligible to get the vaccine and will be offered the free iced coffee, though only those over the age of 18 are eligible for the gift card sweepstakes. With the rate of vaccinations slowing, the Heinz vaccination site, which will close next month, began accepting walk-in patients earlier this month. In fact, the Baker administration now says walk-ups are, quote, strongly encouraged, end quote. In addition to the coffee giveaway, officials are also launching a pop-up vaccination clinic for those over the age of 12 this Friday and Saturday at the Museum of Science in Boston, offering free parking and two free tickets for the museum's exhibit hall, which can also be used for a future date. The Museum of Science Clinic, run by CIC Health, will be open from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Friday and 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday, and a second clinic will be held on June 18 and June 19 to facilitate second doses. Individuals can sign up for appointments in advance on CIC's health website, though walk-ins will also be welcome. State officials have repeatedly stressed that getting the COVID-19 vaccine is the most safe and effective way for individuals to protect themselves and their friends and family from serious illnesses due to the virus. Free caffeine and a day exploring the Museum of Science exhibits are just additional perks. Boston.com. Now, I know what you might be thinking. How dare these companies and states offer such piss-poor prizes for taking the prick when Ohio is offering up a million dollars as part of their Vax-a-million lottery? Well, if you wait long enough, there's a good chance that coffee might actually be worth more than the million dollars. Uh? What's that ruckus? Well, Eat This, Not That reports, The week started high for coffee lovers, with some cafes like Starbucks announcing that vaccinated customers may now enter Starbucks mask-free. Unfortunately, we're ending on a less celebratory note, as Bloomberg reports that the world's biggest coffee exporter is under threat. In truth, this could soon wipe out the majority of our coffee supply. This week, Bloomberg reported that Brazil's rainy season saw a serious lack of rain. Some of the biggest coffee-producing areas received less than half the rain than the usual amount. As a result, says the report, quote, production of Arabica coffee, the high-end kind used by chains like Starbucks Corp, is also dropping sharply, end quote. Brazil is the world's biggest exporter of coffee. The wet season in Brazil typically runs through the northern hemisphere's winter and leaves farmers with enough water to irrigate coffee crops and keep them alive for several months. However, some Brazilian coffee farmers in the central and southern part of the country say they've already used up the water water supply that usually keeps their crops wet until September, while there are also fears that their soils didn't store enough water to stay moist for the season ahead. Bloomberg reports that in terms of exporting cost, coffee benchmarks have reached their highest in four years. This could mean much higher prices for retailers and consumers, and a possible dearth of our beloved Arabica coffee. A downer, yes, but let's hope this turns around. Eatthis.com <clears throat> uh, excuse me, folks. I gotta have to cut this one short. That news is just way too much for me to handle. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to start hoarding coffee. Uh, but in order to do that, I'm gonna have to move some of my toilet paper stock first. 
For the ACR, I'm Adam Clark, and this has been The Daily Ruckus for Wednesday, May 26, 2021. For more information, please visit alternatecurrentradio.com.